morning. And just uh, some adjustments here. <laughs> yeah, trust all of you are doing well. <clears throat> it's it's a it's a privilege to be here, and um, and uh, you know I'll be sharing. It's a privilege to share God's message. And as as James talked about, uh, you know, the season and and about Jesus. I think, regardless of the of, of of the season, Jesus reigns above it all, and that's the reality. And that's the reality. Now this year is is special, or is is different, because of COVID, and because of the restrictions that uh, that that have come with COVID. I was going through some of the surveys, um, and. Um, and I was looking, and, and I was reading through this service, and the outcome of these surveys are alarming. These surveys were on mental health in Canada. Seven out of ten Ontarians believe that there is, there, there is a mental health crisis because of COVID. Fifty percent of Canadians who were, who were surveyed by the survey, they reported that, that they are experiencing mental health issues with 44% thank you and with 44% feeling more worried and 41% feeling more anxious around 10% of canadians who were surveyed they reported that their mental health has worsened a lot and, and in, in, on top of this, the stress levels have almost doubled, and there is anxiety and fear because of uh, health, because of finances, because of, of um, you know, employment. So, and I'm sure a lot of these people who were surveyed are Christians. A lot of these people who, who, are, who are being surveyed know Jesus Christ. And, and, and I'm just thinking about how do we respond to this situation? How do we respond to this situation? And as a response to this particular situation that we have on mental health in Canada, I want to talk about experiencing eternal life. Now, Jesus came to give eternal life. And Jesus points, the, uh, he, he points this out again and again in the Gospels. The, the different books of the New Testament, they point this out again and again. For example, John 3.16. We all know this. God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son that by believing in him, we can have eternal life. Epistle of 1 John chapter 5, verse 13 talks about all those who believe in the name of the Son of God should know that they have eternal life. That they should know, they, if, if we believe in Jesus Christ, we should already know that we have eternal life. Now, how do we get this eternal life? We get this eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ. Now, let's look at, uh, at John Chapter 20, verse 31. 
the author of the Gospel of John, he summarizes, or he, he summarizes the purpose of writing this book in this verse. I'm, 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 I will be reading this verse from the Passion Translation. Verse 31. But all that is recorded here is so that you will fully believe that Jesus is the anointed one, the Son of God, and that through your faith in him, you will experience eternal life by the power of his name. So there were two reasons why John wrote this gospel. One, anyone who reads this gospel will believe or fully believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And when, when this person believes that Jesus is the Son of God, through faith, he can experience eternal life. So there are two reasons. So Jesus came to give eternal life, and we can experience eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ. Now, you might be wondering, what is this eternal life? So let's, before we understand the Jesus definition of eternal life, let's look at the popular definition of eternal life. I'm sure you might have watched the Ice Age movies. I watch them all the time with my son and daughter. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Ice Age is a series of five animated movies, which uh, it's a, this, these are the movies about mammals who are surviving in the Paleolithic Ice Age. And in all these movies, there is one crazy squirrel, and his name is Scrat. And Scrat, he is obsessed with this acorn. And he's, he puts his life in danger all the time, trying to obtain and secure this acorn. And in the second movie, The Ice Age, The Meltdown, um, you'll see that Scrat momentarily dies. And when he dies, he goes to heaven. And this is what you see when he goes to heaven, that there is a, there is a huge gate which is made of gold, and this gate opens, and Scrat walks into the heaven. And he sees that there are a lot of acorns, big and shiny acorns in heaven. And that's, that's the popular understanding of eternal life. That we are told that on this earth, there is pain, there is struggle, and there is suffering. And when we go to heaven, there is abundance and joy. The Bible does talk about a glorious future eternal life. But the problem that I have with this popular understanding of eternal life is that it prevents us from living in the, transform, in the, in the, in the transforming power of Jesus Christ right now. It prevents us from experiencing eternal life on this earth. And that's, that's the reason why I have a problem with this popular understanding of eternal life. Now let's look at the Jesus definition of eternal life. And that we can see in John chapter 17, verse 3. 
And here, Jesus is actually praying to God. This, this prayer is known as the high priestly prayer of Jesus. And I'm reading from, from the New Living Translation. And this is the way to have eternal life. To know you, the one, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. And this is the way to have eternal life. To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. So we can have eternal life when we know God and when we know Jesus Christ. We can have eternal life when we know God and when we know Jesus Christ. Now there are different ways in which you can know a person. You can know a person by collecting a lot of information about that person, but there is no relationship in that. Or you can know a person through intimate relationship, the way the husband would know his wife, a way or a wife would know her husband. And the knowing that Jesus is talking about here is the knowing that comes through intimate relationship. And through that relationship, and through that relationship, you can actually experience eternal life and live in the transforming power of Jesus Christ right here and right now. Okay. So let me tell you this. God, God wants you to experience God wants you and me to experience eternal life. And let's turn to 1 John, Epistle of 1 John, chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. I'll be reading uh, from the New Living Translation. God showed how much he loved us by sending his son, by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. God loves us. And he wants to have relationship with us. He loves us. He wants to have relationship with us. And that's the reason why he sent his son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ came to give eternal life. Now, sin was a barrier, and it was preventing us from receiving this eternal life. So Jesus had to deal with it. And how did Jesus deal with it? He dealt with it by giving his life as a sacrifice on the cross. And now, since the sin is taken away, now we can receive Eternal life, and we can receive this eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ. It's a free gift that we have. It's a free gift that, that we have that comes from God. And God actually loved us even before we loved him. And he sent us this gift of Jesus Christ. We are in the season of Christmas. And this is the gift that God sent us. And Jesus Christ, is, he, he came to give us eternal life. 
Now, look at the, Old, look at the New Testament. And, and when you look at the New Testament, you will see a lot of people who accepted this gift of eternal life. They accepted this uh, gift of eternal life. And, 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 and these people in New Testament, and most of them, they came from very poor, uneducated, lower sections of the society. They were ordinary people, but they led an extraordinary life. And, 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 they brought, and, they, and, and through their life, they actually brought change to the world around them. Now, we can experience the same we can experience the same eternal life that they experienced today. We can experience the same eternal life that they experienced today, and we can experience that through Jesus Christ. So Jesus came to give us eternal life. Eternal life, we have eternal life when we know God and when we know Jesus. How do we, how do we build relationship with God and Jesus? The gospel, the, the, the message, the good news of Jesus Christ is simple. And sometimes we make it uh, complex. We complicate it. And when we complicate the message of Jesus Christ, it distracts us from following Jesus Christ. And we end up focusing on things which are not important. We end up focusing on activities which are not important. Without distracting you from following Jesus today, today uh, I want to provide a few steps to build relationship with God. And, and I've taken these steps from, uh, from Proverbs 2, uh, from Proverbs chapter 2, from verses 1 to 5. And so I'll, I'll summarize it in a, in a, at a, if, from a very high level, but you can actually study this this proverb, and this is a beautiful proverb, with, 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 there are some steps provided in, in verses 1, 2, 3, 4, and in verse 5, there is a promise that God gives us. So what is step number one? Receive the word of God and treasure it in you. Receive the word of God and treasure it. Now, we can read the word of God we can have a lot of information about what is there in the Bible, but if you don't receive it, there is no transformation. The aim, the goal of, of Scripture is to bring us into relationship with God and Jesus. The goal of Scripture is to bring us into, into relationship with God and Jesus. Now, Jesus, in, in John chapter 5, while talking to the Pharisees, he, he, he says... Hey, you are looking. For, uh, you are searching the scriptures to find eternal life, but the scriptures point to me, and you don't, and you refuse to come. You refuse to come to me. So the first step is receive the word of God and treasure it. The second step is tune your ears to listen to the voice of God and discern and apply what you hear your life. And this takes time. We need to tune our ears to listen to, voice, to the voice of God and, and we need to discern and apply what we hear to our lives. The third step is we need to spend time in prayer. 
And step number four is we need to prioritize all of this about everything else that we have in life. We need to treasure it like gold and silver. And when we prioritize, when we prioritize all of this above everything else in our life, then there's a promise that God gives in Proverbs chapter 2, verse 5. And, and, and this promise is, says that when you, when you do all of this, then, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge, the word knowledge, is the same as the knowing that Jesus was talking about. So we can know God and we can build relationship with God when we receive and treasure his word, when we tune our ears to listen to God's voice, and when we spend time in prayer, and when we prioritize all of this about everything else that we have got in our life. So as we conclude... Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ can experience eternal life. And we should reprioritize our lives so that we can spend time to, to build this relationship with God. And, and this applies to me more than anybody else. That we need to reprioritize our lives to spend time with God so that we can build relationship with God. And through that relationship comes the experience of eternal life. And when we experience eternal life, we live the new life that is promised through Jesus Christ. A life that is led by the Spirit, bearing fruits in every season. A life that overflows. It overflows by loving and serving others. A life that is, that is, um, uh, that is lived in partnership with God bringing healing and restoration to the world around us. And my prayer this morning is that we live, we all live in the life that Jesus has for us. A life of abundance, more than we expect, and a life in its fullness until we overflow. God bless you. Thank you. Awesome. Ashish, well done. And uh, just a great message, some great steps for us to be taking in just in us living that abundant life now, that eternal life now that we're meant to live. Well, thank you everyone for joining us this morning. Kirill, Jansen, Joel, Shamla, Sarah that have been working behind the scenes. Thank you for helping us to make this happen this morning. And uh, again, I just, my, Lord, I just pray for each and every one of us that in this season that we would find your joy in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of struggles, in the midst of isolation, we'd find joy in walking with you and that we would allow this abundant eternal life to be experienced now, even as we're walking through things that we don't like, as freedoms have been taken away from us, as we're not able to connect with family and friends the way that we would want to. Jesus, the one thing we can do is connect with you. And so, Lord, I thank you that this is temporary, that we will be back together before we know it, and may we use this season and this time well. 
Well, have a great week, and uh, we will see you, if not beforehand, we will see you next Sunday at this time. Have, have an amazing week.